This is Wang. This is Wang. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Hello and welcome to my favorite film podcast with me, your host, Gav Smith. Yes, back again, just on my own. Gary is still away doing lots of important things somewhere or other. I don't know where they are. But we're back for another episode and this week we are being greedy. We are going to have everything, everywhere, all at once. My guest on today's show is Suba Agwal. She is a comedian and writer all the way over from the United States of America. We had a wonderful chat via Zoom about that favourite film of hers, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So here is our little chat. Now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. Hello, Suba. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Now, you're from the States, aren't you? Whereabouts yeah. are you? Yeah, uh, I'm in California. So what time is it in California? Uh, it's like 11 a.m. Oh, man. It's 7 o'clock at night here. So. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I can see the sun through your blinds and I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> darkness here. <laughs> I hear that's, um, it's very cloudy. I've never been to uh, England at all, so I hear it's very cloudy in general. Uh, we, we get a lot of rain. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of the thing we do well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's, there's some days of sunshine we get we had some uh, about a week ago for a day or two and that's it oh lord oh yeah. my god i feel like i'm spoiled i like because i live in california i'm like oh god get out of here sunshine what is this joy i don't want anything to do with it it's too bright all the time oh, it sounds great <laughs> i know for it over here, though. i know we haven't got the infrastructure i know when i've been to the states you've got air conditioning everywhere and it's all lovely but here it gets hot, <laughs> and we we just sweat over here when it's hot. That's just the way it is. Brutal. Windows are all open. That's what we do. <laughs> um, for the benefit of the listeners, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, your relationship with film? I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am a writer, comedian, actor. Um, so I've acted in a couple of indie films. I've written a few movies i've only i haven't had a film in development but i have had a, a show in development that didn't end up going but um yeah that's kind of my oh and i've done a uh, punch up and uh polish on another feature film so that's right. kind of my relationship cool. to film yeah so um is it the, the comedy then that, that keeps the money rolling in is that your main focus <laughs> or <laughs> um it's been interesting because it's actually been mostly writing so right, okay. Yeah. And um, I mean, comedy, it's like, it's fine. But unless you're doing, I feel like, because unless you're like, have a big following, um, you end up doing like really shit gigs to like really (laughs) get cash, whether it be like a thousand colleges or cruise ships or what just things that make your soul die. Um, So (laughs) I've done writing and then like acting is good, but it's just... um, the gigs are like sporadic yeah. and then especially if i'm like doing indie films the pet you never know what you're gonna get yeah. and you're like oh this is yeah <laughs> this is not a lot of money but um no. yeah so it's mostly most of my stable money has been from writing yeah okay um would you have written anything we might have heard of or is it all just um, in development stuff 
Well, I've written on I've written on uh, late night and variety a lot. So I've okay. written on um, the Jim Jeffries show that was on Comedy Central for three years, and then I wrote for Arsenio Live, uh, which oh, yeah. was Arsenio Hall's. Um, he did kind of um, a revamped or rebooted version of his talk show for Netflix for just like a very limited run. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, other than that, it's just been a thousand like small. <laughs> Things. Oh, and of course, the movie I got to do Punch Up and Polish on was Plan B on uh, Hulu, which was really fun and exciting, which is like weird because I'm also in a movie called Plan B that's coming out. And I'm like, y'all couldn't have called that. It's so di- confusing on my resume. I'm like, you couldn't have called that anything else. <laughs> it's a completely different film than the other Plan Completely B. different movie. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Looks really weird, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose if one of them does really well, though, you can always just say, yeah, I was in it. But in both parts, it's fine. <laughs> Um, tonight we're going to talk about a film that I'll be honest with you, I purposely avoided. What? There was, yeah, there was so much hype about it. I just uh, thought, oh, do you know what? Okay. It's one of those films that's just so hyped, I'm, I'm not going to enjoy it. Um, so I've actually watched it especially for this podcast. I wasn't going to watch it at all, but it's uh, over here. It's it's free on Amazon Prime at the moment, and I have Amazon Prime. So right, I'll have to watch it because yeah. I'm going to talk about it. Do you know what? It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? I know. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I, just like one of those movies that like makes me want to, at the same time, makes me angry and also makes me want to write more. You know what I mean? Where yeah. I'm like, oh, God, it's so brilliant. It's just, it's incredibly clever. It it confuses you all the way through. And just, <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, can you tell us what the film is and tell us a little bit, I don't know, a kind of, if you can, because it might be difficult, a plot synopsis bit, what it's it all yeah. about? Okay, so um, what I love about it is it starts off in like the very real world of this mother whose laundromat is about to go under and she's having tax problems with the IRS and her father is coming in and you can tell there's a fraught relationship with her and her father and she's trying to impress him and the and her husband is like trying to serve her divorce papers but she's so overworked and her daughter um is a young gay woman and she's like brought over her girlfriend and she like wants her mom to introduce her girlfriend to her grandfather but she won't so it's like all of these familial issues going on and you think okay this is what the movie is going to be about and then all of a sudden like in the first 15 minutes when she's on her way to the irs it becomes a movie about the multiverse so it turns out there are all these different versions of her life where if she had made a different decision she's lived a life as like a movie star or she's lived a life in a weird universe where everybody has hot dog fingers like it's all (laughs) these different crazy universes and basically her husband, um, a, a different universe version of her husband taps in and is like, you have to help us fight this omniversal being that's trying to destroy all the multiverse. Um, oh God, called Jabuki something, something. I <laughs> Jabuki Tupaki. Yeah, Jabuki Tupaki. And um, she's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm trying to pay my taxes. And um it ends up becoming this fight where she has to fight and it turns out jibuki tupaki is uh her daughter so it's her daughter that she's pushed too hard um and she snaps because basically in the other other universe that her husband is jumping in from she discovers a way to tap into all of these other realities so you can like learn their skills 
Um, and she pushes her daughter to learn how to jump and her daughter gets so good um, at learning how to be and accept and experience every moment that she almost becomes nihilistic and is like trying to destroy the universe. Yeah. So she now has to learn how to jump universes. And um, at the end of it, it's, <laughs> it is a lot to explain. Um, <laughs> You're doing a good job. Though, yeah. <laughs> but um, it becomes this thing where um, basically it's almost about her mom pushing at its core. It's, a f it's a familiar mother daughter movie yeah. actually a whole family movie about pushing your kids too hard yeah. so it's like she pushed her daughter too hard she broke her um and now she's trying to get her back and her daughter asked the question several times where it's like if you could be anything in the universe why would you be with me if all of this happens it makes it less painful when you're not successful if nothing matters so it's yeah. like that theme is running through the whole movie and the mom kind of has this realization that like what really matters and what keeps pulling her back to reality um, is her relationship with her husband yeah. and her love for her family. And in the story, her own father abandons her and tells her never to come home because she marries her husband that she's in love with. Yeah. And so she, and it's kind of this moment of like, why was it so easy for you to walk away from me? I'm not going to walk away from my daughter who's turned into this evil creature. I'm going to love her and bring her back. Yeah. And then um, she learns to fight through love, which is kind of what her husband does. Cause she kind of implodes implies that her husband is this wussy who feeds yeah. everybody cookies and is like super yeah. nice and he's like i'm fighting in my own way i'm fighting with love and she kind of has this moment where she realizes that and she becomes all powerful but she's like like she like learns through all the other universes what everybody needs yeah like and it's it's just so funny it's yeah. so goddamn oh, funny yeah yeah. yeah at one point they do like because like and a lot of immigrant moms have this where they'll like mess up titles they'll mess up words yes and instead of ratatouille <laughs> yeah she calls the movie raccoonie and she's yeah. like yeah you know with a little raccoon on his head and then they go to an alternate universe where it is actually a little raccoon and you get to meet raccoonie and it's just the cutest <laughs> it's Brilliant. so funny yeah. and it's just it's so like insane and um sci-fi fantasy but at the same time so grounded yeah. in this mother-daughter relationship that it's yeah. just like mind-blowing it's so incredible and in case anyone out there hasn't guessed what the film is because we didn't actually give the title at any point oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's everything everywhere all at once and i think yeah the title actually says more about the film than anything else to be honest because mm -hmm. it pretty much is that um i mean you said that sci-fi um mm -hmm. is that the genre you'd say this was in because i mean it's it's a difficult to, to categorize what yeah, I mean, because I think it would have to be sci-fi. I mean, sci-fi definitely has to be in the description because there oh, is yeah. a multiverse, there is yeah. jumping, there is that tech. Um, at the same time, it's very, like, questy and, like, adventure, yeah. but also, um, again, like, a very grounded mother-daughter story. Absolutely, so yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's yeah. multiple. It's everything everywhere. No, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, certainly it's got it's got comedy in there, and it's got martial yeah. arts in there. It's got action in there. It's got yeah, got an awful lot going for it. It really has. Um, and to like do all of that and like execute it successfully is yeah. holy shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, like I said, I kind of I'd avoided it because there were so many people hyping it and say how wonderful it was, and you think, yeah, how can it be? It can't be that great. And I saw the trailers right. and thought, yeah, I think they've shown me everything I probably know from the trailers, but I thought you know. 
wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah. What what was it drew you to the film? Was did you just uh, Michelle Yao? Oh, right. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. So I um I love her. I think yeah. she's such a brilliant actor. Um, she is, yeah. She's so good at everything she does. And I saw she was starring in an action movie with a multiverse. I'm like, okay, I have to see this. Uh, <laughs> just because I love Michelle so much. And then I found out. Oh my god, I'm forgetting the director's names, but they um, Daniels or just the Daniels. Da- I think they just yeah. Do Daniel, don't they? That's the director. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. But isn't it like a brother team or something? Uh, no, they just they just both happen to be called Daniel. Oh, they work together a lot, so they just put themselves down as Daniels. That's really funny. Um, but they they started directing uh, music videos, and yeah. like they do that one. Um, oh, it's like I'm forgetting the artist, but it's this insane music video where like everybody can't stop humping, and they're like bursting through different levels of the roof, and you're like, this is the stupidest and the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, yeah. and it's so cool to see that like physicality and that humor that was in that like short snippet of a music video transferred into this project yes because there's all this insane stupid shit that like you can't like it's so funny because it's so dumb and like such an intelligent film like there's because to jump universes they have to do something that is improbable yeah and at one point, the IRS woman has an award for like uh, taxes or whatever, and it just shapes like a butt plug. Yeah. And then to jump <laughs> multiverses, the evil guys are trying to put it in their butt. And there's this huge fight with Michelle Yao, like trying to keep the butt plug trophy away from this guy. And then the security guard with no pants comes out of nowhere and just does a split on the butt plug. And then he's fighting with the butt plug stuck inside of yeah. it. I'm like, this is nuts i'm like this is so dumb but it's so silly yeah you know what i mean it's it's perfect there's some wonderful (laughs) set pieces like that that just think what are they gonna do here and it's just yeah you can (laughs) you can see that it was definitely gonna go up someone's butt but i i didn't expect (laughs) the guy to jump in from behind somewhere and fly through the air and land on it that was just (laughs) a bit over the top (laughs) so yeah michelle you brought you to it that's that's Mm. why you came to see it Um, do you think that her performance in this is the best performance? Is she the best I, thing in it? Or is that just because you love her? Or I mean, that's hard because yeah. everybody was so good. But yeah. she was absolutely brilliant. And um, I like am almost going to cry, like thinking about she gave this interview mm. where she I think she talked about like acting and things and being seen as like having like smaller parts or being seen as like an action star or somebody who does martial arts. And then like to be given a leading role like this, where she was fully able to do everything she's capable of. She was like, she said her whole career, she was waiting for somebody to see her. And she felt like the Daniels actually saw her. Yeah. And it was just like, she was like in tears and it like, oh my God, it like broke my heart. It was so beautiful to like see her finally get that like role she's been dying to do and it's just like oh it was so beautiful because she is so talented yeah absolutely i mean there's there's a lot in her performance she she properly acts there's there's Mm -hmm. some points in it where you can see all the torment and everything going through her head and all the thoughts and and then there's other points where she's just the action star and she does the action star incredibly well yeah um i think she i mean she is certainly a a stand-up performance but there's, there's so many good performances her husband is incredible too what brilliant casting just like it's one of those things where like sometimes as an actor when i like see other people book something that i auditioned for i'm just like (laughs) 
damn, that could have been me. But I feel like <laughs> anybody watching his performance is like, no, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that's the guy. Yeah. That's the guy for that role. He's yeah, I mean, so brilliant. It's the way he jumps between the two versions of himself that he's this sort I of know. wet kind of loves everyone type and then suddenly he's super action hero. He just takes off his glasses and it's <laughs> almost called back to Superman, isn't it? Glasses I come know. off in some of these days, the superhero, yeah. yeah. So funny. It is. It's so good. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, there's a lot of, um, actually, like, a lot of the actors had to embody different physicalities where it was like yeah. him. And then also, of course, the young girl who was um, starring. Yes. And the way she like transforms into this villain as opposed to just like a regular teenage girl. is yeah. just so smart and like sassy and funny and silly. Yeah. Um, a couple of times she just does it with just a, a tilt of the head, doesn't she? Just kind of yeah. knocks her head to one side. It's like, all right, okay, you're the villain yeah. again now. And it's like yeah. a complete transformation. So Absolutely, it's like, yeah. yeah. She was absolutely like she was insanely brilliant in that as well. So it was yeah. like it was, oh my, top to bottom, just like so everything was done well. Yeah, it's I mean, just crazy. Even Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, it's a, it's oh a, my god, it's a, she was so good. Jamie Lee, yeah, she plays like this haggard IRS agent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think. Oh god, I hope I don't butcher this story, but I think they were like. <laughs> talking about how um, she wanted to play the IRS agent. And I think she even like sent in a photo or something was like, I want to be this woman. So like she like, and it was almost like, um, and I love when like older women do this, like this mayor of East town type moment where she was like, I don't want to be shown as glamorous. I want to be this woman who's just like regular sits at a desk, does IRS and like, she looks crazy in the oh, best way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, when, when she first came on screen, I was kind of looking and going, is that, is that Jamie Lee Curtis? I can't, can't quite work <laughs> it out. And then you suddenly realize it is. And she's just played down completely. She doesn't look anything like I've seen in any film before. Yeah. Um, but amazing. That's always like the dream as the actor to like fully transform. Yeah. Like, ah, it's like, I want people to be like, wait, was that her? Like halfway through, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the, and she nailed it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything in it from being the haggard sort of agent through to being the action star, because she does some mm-hmm. amazing yeah. stuff as well. It's just yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's awesome. Yeah. I wonder how much of that was stunt double. I, I know, I, you know, I know. A bit of it, but... <laughs> Oh, had to be. Some of the shit she was doing was insane. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Jumping down the stairs and things. It's <laughs> fairly impressive if she can do that. I know. Yeah, I'm not sure what age she is, but I think she's she's getting on a bit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlike uh, Tom Cruise, who demands to do all his own stunts for some goddamn reason. Yeah, I, I can't quite understand why you do, but yeah. <laughs> he, he can, can't he? You know, so... I mean, if I was that rich, I'd be like, I don't need to stand on top of an airplane. That's fine. You know what I mean? I'm not climbing up that mountain with no ropes. No. If someone else can do that for me, thanks very much. And I'll um, I'll be fine. <laughs> Just siege me in later on. I know. Maybe that's his only way out of Scientology. He's like, I'm going to fall off this plane and finally be free. <laughs> Maybe he believes that he'll be fine if he falls off because of <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> As you say, it's it's an absolutely bizarre film. Um, had you seen trailers for it before? Did you know what you were getting into? Did you know this no. was going to be this multiverse thing? So I knew it was going to be multiversal because I think they put that in the trailer where they yeah. like show her fractioning into other realities. Yeah. Um, and so I knew it was going to be that. And I do 
I I like that sort of thing. Like I like sci-fi. I like yeah, yeah. um all of that stuff. So I knew that was gonna be in there, but I had no idea. Like I just thought it was like an action flick or something. Right, yeah. So I didn't know how like moving the story was. Genuinely at certain times I've I've like I watched it and I rewatched it and I still was yeah. like weeping. You know what yeah. I mean? Just at oh, certain it, point. It hurts that, yeah. Yeah. so much. It's so beautiful. It's just ugh. Yeah. So watching it for the first time when, when the sort of the fractures start happening and she starts living these different lives. What what's going through your head at that point? Were you kind of blown away by it or was it this is gonna be a different experience than I thought it was gonna be? Yeah, because I mean, I feel like the quote unquote multiverse, it gets like right now, especially like Marvel's beating it to death. It's like there's a lot out there. Um, And so to just see such a silly take on the multiverse, because there's that one point where she learns to fight because she's one of those people that like spins an advertising sign, like an arrow with like a discount sign. And she's out there spinning it on the street. And then she uses that information to spin desks and like create a shield to like fight off all of these people. So yeah. it's just like sh- these like short, funny vignettes that they yeah. like throw throughout the film. And like, it's such an original take on it the is. multiverse yeah. and on that concept, like that concept of like, oh, what if you could like hack into another version of yourself? And the- yeah. that's been done, but like not in the way they did it. No, like not as like goofy and silly, not in a universe with goddamn hot dog fingers for some reason. <laughs> Oh, we might have to get back to hot dog fingers. <laughs> Actually, let's go into hot dog fingers now. <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> it was so goddamn fun. If you, it, like their hands, like it's just literally they show a branch in evolution where um, an ape or a Neanderthal with like hot dog fingers beats the shit out of uh, another Neanderthal with regular hands. Yeah. And then that's how humans evolve. And we just have these goofy hot dog fingers. So we get like really good with our feet. Yeah, and um, it like allows her hands to become super limp, so the handcuffs slide off of them. And then yep. she also, in that universe, has a love affair, like a loving relationship, uh, with <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, the IRS agent. Yeah, and there's <laughs> there's that one point for some reason when like the people suck on hot dog fingers, ketchup and mustard come out of the fingers. And like Jamie Lee is trying to put her fingers in uh, Michelle Yao's mouth. And she's like, no. And then Jamie Lee's so offended because that's her lover. And she just yeah. starts crying. It's the funniest, weirdest shit. It is, <laughs> it, it, it is absolutely bizarre because I couldn't quite work, was, what, work out what was going on when some of the, hot, the mustard <laughs> and ketchup started spurting out. Of so, what? Is this some sort of weird sex thing in this, this world where hot dog fingers are... I don't know. Very bizarre. I mean, but obviously it was there for the, the whole reason of being able to build in the fact that she can do things with her feet that other people can't do. Yeah. And be able to fight yeah. then with her feet without when her hands are cuffed. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very clever. Um, it's very insane. It's very <laughs> insane. Yes. Yes. Well, I think it's every, like every universe she goes to is slightly insane, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Including the real world, I suppose. <laughs> and it's like funny. There's like one point, and I love this so much, where like her, she becomes, she decides to not um, marry her husband. Yeah. Like that's that branch in that universe. And then she becomes this martial artist movie star. Yeah. And she gets pulled back into reality. And she's like, no, wait, I have to go back. I have to tell my husband my life was better without him. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's so funny. And then, of course, the twist is like his life is also way better without her. And like he starts talking about how he would give it all up to just do laundry and like love her. And it's just, oh, God, it's so beautiful. It it is like in in every universe that she's in, he's there and is actually the ideal man for her. But there's only this Mm. one that they've actually ended up being together. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. But hey, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's so. Um, so, it, yeah, yeah, it is. It, when, like I say, it's just got so many things and so many different layers. <laughs> talking about multiverses, because this mm. is based on this whole multiverse idea. And you were saying, of course, Marvel have kind of done it to death quite nicely. Um, I think to a certain extent, you know, DC were planning on doing it. I don't know if it's still going to happen, <laughs> but their, their Flash movie supposed to hit into multiverses at some point in it. Um, oh, I know. I mean, who knows how the Flash franchise is going to go? Their lead, their yeah. lead star is like <laughs> out terrorizing Hawaii or some shit. I don't know yeah. what is going on there. That's wild. It's probably best <laughs> off not talking about that at the moment. I know, right? See what I, happens. Uh, <laughs> DC I hope he's okay, like, but like, yeah. oof. I yeah. mean, and it's just like, also, I mean, it's not funny, but it is funny to like sink that much money into a kid and have him be a star. And then he's just like, the headlines coming out of that are yeah. wild. And you're yeah. like, oh They're my crazy. God, some executive is up there like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> running I mean, around we... trying to track him down himself. He's like, oh God, it's like such chaos. Yeah. They're going to have to recast probably at some point. But probably. Sure how, how you yeah. do that when you've, I think they've pretty much finished the film. So it's done. So. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, these multiverses seem to be coming in a lot. I was actually, I had a conversation with someone just the other week about Inception, and we were deciding whether Inception was kind of the first time this type of multiverse thing had kind of happened on screen, where you've, I mean, that's obviously a dream within a dream within a dream, but it's the same layering of worlds upon worlds. Um, Mm. How do you think this compares to sort of, say, a link between this inception and I guess to a certain extent, the matrix with the being able to download thoughts from somewhere else. I mean, I guess the matrix it's computer programs they're putting in them, but yeah, that's, that's interesting. There's there's a link there that they were trying to play on, or do you think they just thought, ah, multiverses, that'll be cool. Yeah. I think it was more of just like in general. um, Cause I don't see like, I don't see like a specific, specific reference to that although it is now that you mention it very matrixy to have somebody like download information or download how to learn fighting and shit like that so that is and her being the one quote unquote so that is actually yeah Yeah. and they've even got the technology haven't they know that she's got contact to someone in another place Mm -hmm. who's saying if you do this you'll be able to download this life from here and that'll help you so that is actually very true that is very cool i didn't even realize that um I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like injury because it's like sometimes you're consciously doing it and then sometimes these things are just in your subconscious yeah. especially something as like uh culturally omnipresent as the matrix yeah yeah I mean, it just kind of comes yeah yeah it's always gonna be there i suppose it had a, 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 such a huge effect on cinema when it came out with all the bullet time mm. things and all that those ideas they had so i guess it is there isn't it in the the background subconscious of everyone can write a science fiction film so right right yeah, yeah. huh oh, no, that's very interesting that. yeah no because um i'm trying to think if there's like a love because le- i feel like i mean there's all these like cute reference i mean obviously the ratatouille references yeah like, <laughs> so funny obvious, that one. <laughs> yeah and then um 
but it's like okay so you look at these things and like because i feel like this is happening more and more um and like i'm sure there's other genres besides this but i think about i i watch a decent amount of anime yeah um i mean other people my fiance watches way more than i do but it's like interesting to see these fantasy and like these crazy worlds they build yeah um becoming more and more like mainstream and integrated into the way um people in america consume stories and culture so i also wonder how much of that was just floating around like other cultures you know what i mean possibly yeah yeah um yeah because like i'll see more and more things and i feel like people are becoming open to more and more stories yeah where like i feel at the beginning people were like this is stupid like especially with superhero stuff um yeah I think cinema's going in almost one of three ways at the moment. There's, <laughs> it has to have a superhero in it, mm-hmm. or it has to be a remake of something we've done before, or a reboot or a reimagining of something we've done before. Or there's things like this that are just like, do you know what? We're going to do something completely different, but yeah. you'll probably see some references to things that happened before, but we're taking cultures from all over the place and stories from all over the place and just melding to create something completely new and original. Um, and um i mean superheroes are having a moment but people yeah. keep saying it's like oh that's gonna get tired people keep comparing it to westerns and i'm like yeah. well that's interesting yeah that bell yeah but westerns are still around you know they still yeah they are like a really good one but yeah but it's people. like falling off so yeah. i think people are like eventually people are gonna get sick of it and then it'll fall well, I, I a little bit but marvel have got to get to a point now because they've made so much that yeah how many more things can you do especially when the you've got them on television as well and the comic books though yeah because it's like they have so much because comic books have been going forever and they're never going to stop so they always have so much source material to draw from so i don't know that they'll run out of story i just wonder if like the public's appetite will even with star wars now because i i like star wars yeah i'm not like i mean i would never call myself a huge star wars fan because some of those people are crazy but i really love (laughs) star wars but um it's i've i feel oversaturated like yes. i haven't seen andor no, because I i'm like yeah i saw a little bit of obi-wan and it was yeah. good but i'm like there's so much you there guys is. are making so much that i don't yeah. i don't feel the same like excitement to go and see it yeah. you know what i mean yeah i completely understand yeah i mean I, I feel a lot the same with marvel i think i started watching the marvel films when they first started and i saw the first three or four and I kind of dropped off because the kids weren't yeah. interested and I've got kids and they weren't interested in watching them. So it's like, ah, I missed them. <laughs> Suddenly, I've missed 15, 16 films. It's like, how do I catch up? You know, how, how do you catch up with that amount of time to be able mm. to then watch the TV shows and watch the next film without not knowing what's going on? So, Oh, they always they always make it accessible, though. You yeah, may like miss references, but yeah. no, those are they want everybody's dollars. Yeah, like absolutely. that, those big uh, franchisey ones, they're like, <laughs> You don't even have to know what a super. You don't even have to know what a Thor is. Just come <laughs> twenty dollars for popcorn. Sit in the seat. They yeah. want everybody's money. Bring, bring your hammer. You'll be fine. <laughs> What's happening? We're about halfway through the podcast, which probably means it's time for me to come back on. And go. I hope you're enjoying it. Hope it's all going well. And to do a little bit of advertising, if you are enjoying the podcast, why don't you hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star rating and review. Or on Spotify, just leave us a five-star rating. Or over on Good Pods, you can leave us another five-star rating and review. Those five-star ratings and reviews are what help other listeners find this podcast. 
So it's a real help for me if you can do that. Or maybe you don't want to rate us. Maybe you just want to get in touch. Send me some feedback, that type of thing. The email address is myfavoritefilmpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on social media. Twitter, it's at myfavoritefilm. Instagram, it's at myfavoritefilmpodcast. Or on Facebook, just search up My Favourite Film. You will find a community group there. You will also find the page there. Anyway, back to the chat with Zuba. I am the Evelyn you are looking for. We were talking there just before about oversaturation, I suppose, in cinema. Mm. Now, it's a, a good question because do you think you could spin off from this film and do a sequel, a TV series? Do you think it's possible or is it a complete story that you've got to a, a solution? A conclusion, that's, that's interesting. I mean, a TV series is interesting because like, TV series, you never really resolve your problem. Yeah. Like it just keeps going. And then a movie is about a journey. And like part of what makes this movie so beautiful is the resolution of like the mother, daughter, uh, husband fought. Like that resolution is such an integral part of like what makes this movie so beautiful. So I think it like the universe could definitely be like used to make a TV series, but you'd be like. You'd lo- you'd be missing a huge part of what makes this movie so special. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of like another film, I mean, yeah, you could, you always could, but I don't know. <laughs> and if well, if you could, as as a writer, where would you want to take it? Um. Because you've got these this this mother and daughter, I suppose, who can now can travel through any part of the universe they like whenever they like. Mm-hmm. Where does it go from there? I mean, I. <laughs> I would say any sort of story you did in that world would have to, again, be like really centered around some sort of like personal conflict that someone is working through. Right. Um, I don't even know that I would um, because it it is like a little bit tricky to do it with um, Michelle Yao unless like she had to help another universe version of herself. Like right. if somehow the storyline resets in a different way. Um, I mean, it does suck because you kind of lose that initial surprise of like yeah. what's going on yeah. because you figure out like, and this is another like really, they did such a good job of explore, explaining the universe bit by bit. So yeah. it wasn't like this big explanation at the beginning. They gave you yeah. enough information. Then halfway through, he starts explaining some more. Then ha- another piece, yeah. you learn it's her daughter. Yeah. So, I mean, you could still create that mystery with like what's going on in this universe. Like you could create another threat in a yeah. different world. And then like whatever enlightened version of Michelle Yao has to come and like help. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. So yeah, it could be done. It could be yeah. done. Maybe. But I would just have to find like... um a story or like a relationship that you'd want to resolve and tell. Yeah. yeah. Which is like so hard because they covered so much ground. Oh, yeah. They did, didn't they? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. If you think about the film and how much they cover, it's just crazy. I mean, I love the fact that it's split into three pieces as well. Yeah. That you get this part one, everything, and then everywhere, and then the, the final part being the all at once. Because mm. it was so unexpected that the end of that first part just comes up the end and directed by and you can you can do titles but then they, they zoom back into the cinema and the, you're then watching it with this new audience it's yeah very cleverly like, done that yeah it's a very funny like false ending we're like that ending was shit and yeah. then like <laughs> then everyone in the film says that ending was shit <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so funny, yeah. And then it like cuts to her being the movie star version of herself, like watching that. It's like so funny. Yeah. Oh, so good. There are so many wonderful bits to it, but I'm going to try and get you to this. Can you think of? I don't know if if we were to put the film on, and Mm -hmm. it's what two hours nineteen minutes running time. So we haven't got two hours nineteen. Where would you speed up to to be the first bit that you'd have to watch? That sort of. The key uh, scenes you have to watch in this film to get some gist of it or some idea of it. That's rough. Um, <laughs> I haven't got to 19, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would say, oh, you mean like for people to watch it as yeah, opposed to, to try and oh get my the, God. The basic gist of it from certain scenes. I mean, I, I think you would have to... Probably just the beginning, like, right. you know, because you have to get the family relationship and what they're yep. fighting and then at least cut through like her fighting some version. And then you would have to show her like the reveal that her daughter is the evil person and the explanation that she pushed her daughter too hard. Yeah. And then the ending conversation um, where she's staring at the everything bagel, yes. which is the <laughs> what her daughter creates to suck in the multiverse. Um like the ending explanation of like why she feels nothing matters and then her mom yeah. fighting to show yeah. her that like she loves her and that's what matters to her. Yeah. So yeah, it's um yeah. Okay. That, that, yeah, <laughs> it's that, still a lot. It's, it's a still lot. a lot. Yeah, yeah, you still got to watch it. So what okay, what 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 would be your favorite scenes? You can have as many as you like, but what would be your favorite? Um, you know, if if you were you've watched it several times and you can yeah. watch, you know what? I just want to see that bit again. Which were the bits that you'd pick to go? I have to see that bit again. Um, it's so good or it's so funny. I'd say the ending where she like starts fighting for her daughter, like using yeah. love. Yeah. Because it's so beautiful, like her chasing after her daughter. It like it like pulls your heart apart. Especially there's yeah. this universe where they're just rocks. Yes. Because hum- <laughs> humanity failed to evolve. And then her mom, as a rock, starts moving towards the daughter rock. And then, like, the daughter is like, you're not supposed to move. You're a rock. And then she goes, there are no rules. And then, like, you see this little rock chase, which is so funny. Um, Especially because of googly eyes. I know. um, (laughs) But I think the ending. um, Yeah, the ending, because, like, it makes you want to cry. is so beautiful. And then I would want to see, like, the hot dog finger universe because it's so silly. And also Rakakuni, I love yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rakakuni is a, a brilliant thing. I'd actually like to see that as a film. I hope to do the live really action would. version of um, Ratatouille and make it a Rakakun. That'd be, that'd be good. <laughs> it was so funny, especially yeah. like the hibachi girl where he pulls off his head and it's a little raccoon. <laughs> yeah. It's so silly. It is. It, it's all very silly, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of thing. It, if that's your favourite scenes, so the end bit, it's the emotional element of this that mm-hmm. I suppose gets you then, isn't it? So although there's lots of silly stuff in it, you, mm. I suppose you really like this film for its emotion yeah, and how it sort of gives you this sense of family and why family should be the way they are and yeah. whatever else. Is that the type of thing that normally draws you to films, sort of emotional stories or... Um, I mean, I love that. I think that's also a big reason why I love Pixar. Um, I love stuff like that. And I also feel like um, the story they're telling is super, like, is definitely a a problem, Um, especially, like, first generation, like, Asian, South Asian families have, where, like, that putting everything on your kids 
until they snap. <laughs> um, and like that whole, they're from an older generation. They don't understand, even though I love you, but I'm going to love you quietly. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's also something I've gone through with my family and like, right. and that like mother daughter conflict, it's like super common. Um, right. I mean, obviously not everybody has that relationship, but I think it is like a common issue. Right. Um, so I think it like hits hard for like the people who it hits, it hits fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, even that, yeah. if it's um not something you can relate to on that level it's still insanely like you get it um yeah. it's just so beautiful but if that also is a piece of your story man it's like a gut punch it's crazy yeah i can imagine yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah as a privileged white male obviously it's something <laughs> that i don't say so. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's certainly got a lot to it it's got a lot of heart to the film i think um yeah i'm not sure where that comes from because i'm i don't know what type of upbringing that the the directors and writers have because it's the same two guys that wrote yeah. and directed it. Um, but I guess there is a, there's certainly a, um, one of the Daniels is of Asian descent. So I guess he's got a lot of that stories coming from there. And I think yeah. he started off sort of martial arts type things was his, his thing. Familiar with that yeah. world. Yeah. Um, okay. Who, uh, who would be your, other than Michelle, who mm -hmm. decided already that you're, that's the reason why you went to see the film first but who's the sort of the next best character in the bet next best actor that we see there's a lot of choice again there are we said yeah. so many of them but who gives the next sort of best performance um that's hard i think probably your husband right yeah yeah is, just because he's like he's so perfect He's is so it just perfect. That he, he can swap between his roles so absolutely Like perfect. the way he swaps between his roles, just like also organically who he is. Like yeah. the fact that he has like this like nasally voice that is yes. just so perfect. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like almost like the physicality of him being like small and polite and like yeah. kind and like fighting through love. And it's just like, ah, his story and like everything about him is so good and like yeah. so amazing. Have you got a favorite line from the film so a line that is you know a one that you think yeah that's that's a great line I, 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 the one that made you laugh i suppose the most i mean i brought it up a couple of times but raccoonie for sure <laughs> well yes where she's like you know the movie with the and her daughter's like do you mean ratatouille and then like her and her dad are laughing while they're duct taped to a chair like this is yeah <laughs> nuts um so i love the raccoonie line i'm trying to think if there's another one um that i was like oh this is so goddamn Ooh. funny. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that there is. No. Nothing's coming to mind. It's like, oh, that's like a really good. Um... I mean, there, 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 it's one of those films that's got so many lines yeah. in it. That the, I don't yeah. think there are like absolute, that's a standout, amazingly funny line. It's just. Yeah, because it's also goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I was just at, just actually looking about raccoon because um i did notice that the the voice of the raccoon is played by randy newman uh, um and that's I was actually, so funny i was just looking to see if he'd actually played the rat in ratatouille but he didn't <laughs> but it, it's the fact that it's randy newman that's playing him just made me think i wonder if he's actually got a proper link there to the original film but he hasn't so <laughs> but randy newman plays the the voice of the raccoon that's quite um, that's hysterical <laughs> i love that so much amazing yeah yeah, it's 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 weird. I've got IMDb up on that side of my screen, so I'm just kind of looking at actors to see who's in it. And <laughs> it's amazing that the people that are in it, you think, really? Okay. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, um, who else? James Hong plays the father. Yeah, and, yeah, like, thank you. I was forgetting his name. There absolute it is. godfather of, of martial arts films going way back to, God, what's he been in? All sorts of things. Big Trouble in Little China, he was in that as well, wasn't he? Oh, shit. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's done so many things that he's, he plays the villain very often and mm. does that sort of villain role very, very well. So it, oh, that's so funny because now yeah. he's like the sweetest man. That's got to be really cool for him. Yeah. But he does, he manages to flick to the, the villain when he comes in, he's super wheelchair for the first time. And, and yeah, yeah. You know, he's the one super that wants actiony. To, yeah. Yeah. He's the one who wants to kill um, Jobu. Uh, even and though like, it's, it's his granddaughter in the real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, lot, there's so much stuff in this story, actually. You just think, God, there's just so much going on. Um, and the, the set pieces, certainly, I mean, when they get them fighting each other and you have Michelle Yeoh's character Evelyn against all of the rest of them um, that she's they've brought in to try and make sure that she does what she's supposed to which is to finish mm. off Jobu um, when they realise that she's not going to do that she's going to try and win by love they then decide they're going to try and kill her but those set pieces where you've got everyone doing that thing as you said before they've got to do something unexpected to be able to get in their other lives <laughs> and they're all they're licking walls and they're electrocuting themselves and whatever else. It's just It's so funny. So many funny set pieces like that. Um do you have a other than the butt plug instant, which we've mentioned already, is there another sort of <laughs> funny set piece that would be that one's a great funny set piece? Um, I mean, there's one point where I mean it's so gross, but also so funny where she just snorts a fly. And like, learns how to like pinky fight, and your pinkies get like these biceps on them. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that's so silly. Obviously, the, the worlds that they're inhabiting are all very different, and there's lots mm. of references to all sorts of things. I mean, there's a point where you do see this this flash of Evelyn's lives through pretty much all of the multiverses. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's somewhere else they could have gone with it at that point where they could have changed around? Because obviously the they restart the film twice with the everywhere version yeah. and then the all at once version, which mean things because obviously when they're doing the the everything, it is just like everything's too much and it's mm-hmm. the introduction of this world. Then everywhere is when she realizes her power enough to know that she can be everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then the all at once is when she's absolutely at the top of her powers and she can do it without any help from anyone. She doesn't need yeah do the silly little things and she doesn't need to have someone telling her which part of her life and she can just be where she wants to be but there's certainly a, a part in the everywhere bit where she is completely out of control and she is pretty much running five lives at the same time and you see her going through that do you think the the build of her character through the three stages of the film works do you think there's some other way they could have done it to make that happen or how do you think that I think what they I mean I think it was perfect because she also goes through that arc of like because she's also in that position where she's kind of like her life is falling apart so um she's not happy even though she's like working so hard she's not happy and then like to show her what she could have been or what her life could be and then like the second, and then there's like one point where like initially she's like, oh, I have to tell my husband my life was better without him. <laughs> and then like it comes back and she's like, 
realizes that being together, even when she's a movie star and he's like this rich finance dude in America or whatever his story was where he becomes like rich and suave, um, they would have rather been together and had their daughter. Yeah. Um, And then the ending beat of learning to appreciate her husband and to fight through love and to like love her daughter and not abandon her this and that it does matter she does matter not yeah. and to not abandon her the way her father abandoned her yeah so um yeah the, and like the resolution the resolution of her saying like i didn't want her to be like me but she is like stubborn and difficult and like what matters is she found somebody who's willing to love her um and that's like talking about her husband and also talking about her girlfriend yeah um and it's just like she literally goes through this whole journey and i think they spaced it out and like it was just it was so well done i wouldn't have changed yeah. anything fair enough fair enough <laughs> um, i like to do something that that it's really difficult especially with this one because it's such a, a recent film um and obviously the reason for you liking the or going to watch the film in the first place because of its main star but if you were able to recast the film <laughs> and you can pick a completely new cast for it who would you have playing the different roles? To start with Evelyn, who would be your new Evelyn? Um, that, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't it's even difficult, know. I know. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm just trying to think of like female action stars. Yeah, I think it is difficult because it's such a recent film. It's yeah. difficult to kind of do, I suppose. If you look at an older classic film, it's sometimes a bit easier because you can go, well, actually, this this actor wasn't around at that time and they would have mm. fit in that role. But <laughs> uh, So imagine the other way that, you know, you can pick any actor from any point in time, even one that's long dead now. So if you were going to do it, who would you pick? I mean, it's just hard because, like, that person has to be able to do action. They have to be able mm-hmm. to do, like, comedy. I mean... And like serious dramatic acting too. Would it work with a gender swap? Could you swap Evelyn out and have it um, be a male character there? I mean, you could, but it wouldn't have the same. Well, I mean, I of the mother-daughter story, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Lupita Nyong'o because, like, I'm just thinking about her role in Black Panther, and she did hit like the comedy beats, and like she can obviously yeah, do yeah. action. Um, Maybe her? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does Holly Berry do comedy? Now that I'm thinking about it, um, yes, yeah, she has, hasn't she? I I don't know because I know she trained and did a lot of work for John Wick, and she's yeah. like a really good fighter now. Yeah, so she'd be she'd like that, yeah. And she's, she's like obviously a great actor. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of any roles she's done that she was funny in. Yeah, I don't in. know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any of them. No, I think Plus she's so she many looks, series, but I think she. Yeah. Could, I'm sure she could. She's a versatile actor. I'm yeah. sure she could. Yeah. Put a comedy in there. What about any of the rest of them? Is there any of the rest you think I could just recast that character? Are there any characters you think you could recast? Um. And I'm not saying their performance would be better. Just wondering if you think you could. <laughs> um. I don't know. It's an impossible task. Is that what we're saying? It's too hard. It's, <laughs> it's hard. <too> hard. <laughs> Fine, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything specific that you want to sort of say about the film that you think, you know, this is something that really hit you hard or this was something other than what we've already talked about with the emotional side? 
any extra bits that you sort of think, oh, do you know what? That's really funny, or that's something that I'd suggest that you're going to watch it. Watch that bit there because it's great. Or there's a moment with her and her husband, and that yeah. um, is really pretty. Um, but other than that, just like all the fights are so funny, and like when um, her daughter starts like using her multiversal powers to like change like the man into his head becomes confetti and all this yes. like the way she fights is again so silly but also yeah. so terrifying and like cool and funny it's very um, cartoon isn't it it's cartoon yeah. balance almost at that point like yeah you, if you can turn someone's head to confetti it's a fairly neat trick but yeah there's no violence there it's just like pop he's gone yeah <laughs> so that was also very fun like that yeah. first reveal of how she fights um then we have to get on to the, 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 the final thing I saw, which is is, is Bagel. Um, yeah. Because obviously it all pulls down to the fact that her daughter, uh, Jobu, has put everything on a bagel, which is, yeah. I guess, where the everything bit comes into it. But she's just it's decided, so silly. This is really what happens when you put everything. She's she's convert, converted the whole universe into a bagel. Yeah. Why a bagel, do you think? Have you got any clues? Um, <laughs> Just because it's funny to call it an everything bagel. But I, and it's like, it again, it like plays into the theme so well where it's like, if you put everything on somebody, it, yeah. it collapsed. Yeah. And so when she puts everything on this bagel, it collapsed in on itself and created this suction, this nothingness. Right. And so again, it's like that when you put everything on your kids or you put those expectations on them, they crumble, they collapse. Yeah. So it's like, it's so well done thematically through and through. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's just very smart. I did just wonder because uh, bagels are not a massive thing here in, in England. We have bagels. Oh, really? But <laughs> you don't get them very often. Um, but is it is that a thing in America that you would go, I'll have a bagel with everything on it? Is it something, is it come from something like that that's in sort of the American culture? I don't know, you see, because oh, wow. I kind of thought as I was watching it, maybe that's just a thing you have that you go, oh, I'll have a bagel with everything on it. Um, sorry. Noise, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um yeah, no, I, that's one of the classic flavors. Right. So it's like, it's like a type of bread that's very popular where yeah. it's like white bread, wheat, you know how like you get yeah. sliced bread, like white wheat, wheat pumpernickel. And it's like yeah. a very common type of bagel where there's like plain cinnamon raisin, everything. Yeah. Like it's just so common. So you can't, you do get an everything, everything basically goes yeah. on bagels, right? Yeah. But right. it's just like, it's not everything. It's just like <laughs> sesame seeds and like um, poppy seeds and like right. just, a bunch of shit on top of it. So, fair enough. Like I say, it's just we do get bagels here, but it's kind of like they're just you get packs them in the supermarket. They don't. Every place doesn't sell them. You, if you want to get a bagel somewhere, it's not something that happens. I know oh, when I've been so in the funny. states. I know you guys have bagels everywhere. So, yeah. just like round food, <laughs> donuts and bagels. <laughs> Are donuts not big in England? Yeah, yeah, we have donuts. Yeah, donuts. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> that's criminal. I think they're just bigger in the States. And certainly now that things like Krispy Kreme and Dunkin' Donuts are coming over to England, that we can yeah. more. But donuts <laughs> used to be fairground food where you just got a round donut with sugar on it. And that was it. So, oh, wow. <laughs> it's different. Different way of life. <laughs> Don't come to England. We've got nothing. <laughs> Clouds and plain sugar donuts. Yeah, That's... clouds, rain, plain sugar donuts, no bagels. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, this is a tough question, and I'm going to give you a little while to think about it if you need about it. But can you sell the film to me in about thirty seconds? 
Um, I will try. Okay. Good. Um, so you should watch everything everywhere all at once. Uh, it has sci-fi, it has action, um, but it keeps you grounded in this really moving uh, family story that'll make you cry. Um, unless you're completely heartless, you'll be crying. And it's so silly. The humor is so silly and unique and out there. So it's just literally everything you could possibly want in a movie wrapped up and like done well and balanced and it's not overwhelming so i would say you have to see this movie excellent so it's everything you want in the movie <laughs> put on yes. a vehicle yes <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um thank you very much Kron. um where can people find you out in the big world of social media and things <laughs> Um, if you go to my website, it's just the letter S dash comedy. So like S hyphen comedy.com. Uh, it has all of my social media on there. You can also pre-order my album and I have a web series that's also linked there. So it has everything I'm doing on that website. Okay. The album, is that a comedy album, a singing album? Yes. Comedy, comedy album. album. Yeah. Comedy album. You were a singer as well. No, I mentioned no. that. <laughs> not that talented no just a comedy album it's called dog show i think people will really like it so okay. yeah cool and that's out now is it yeah october 7th so yeah october 7th so yeah by the time this this comes out yes it will be available mm -hmm. and that's available <laughs> both sides of the pond as well and get it here in england as well can you i think so i'm pretty so, sure yeah just in case we've got listeners from i, mean, I seem to have listeners in states, <laughs> so they'll be able to get it but Listeners in England might not be able to yet, but we'll, I'll have a look. I'll check it out and I'll see in my <laughs> bit at the end. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, no, thank you. Thanks very much for your time. It's been lovely talking to you about this film. And thank you for making me watch it. Because like I said, <laughs> I wasn't going to, but I have now. And I'm, I'm really so glad you did. Okay, good, yeah. good. Okay, right. Thanks very much. No, thank you. Mom, just wait. No time to wait. Very busy. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. If you can imagine it, somewhere out there, it exists. The universe is bigger than you realize. Do you think this is funny? There's no going back. Of all the places I could be, I just want to be here with you. Thanks again for coming on the show there, Suba. It was great to talk to you about everything, everywhere, all at once. As Suba mentioned in the show there, her new album, Dog Show, is available now. You can buy it or it is actually streaming on both Spotify and Amazon Music. Links for both are in the show notes. Next time on the show, we have Dr. Vincent Gain, a returning guest, or kind of returning guest. He was in for the Halloween show. Now we're talking about his favourite film, which is Heat. Watch Heat as a blistering, um, enthralling crime thriller that shows the pun that, that conveys the pungency of the street, the cordite of the gun battles, and the deep sadness of those trapped within it. Finally, thanks to Acast for hosting the website and to Max Smith for the theme tune composition. To get in touch with the podcast, remember that website is www.myfavoritefilm.com. 